0: Good morning, Elsie Escobar. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. And really hot. Are you
1: hot? Yeah. Are you
2: as
0: hot as I am right now? It's like 90 here. So yes, John and I are both hot. John, are you wearing pants today or is it a no pants day?
3: I actually have pants on today. Yeah.
0: Well, what's the occasion? <laughs> I, you
3: know, every once in a while, I like to throw a, a pair of pants on.
0: No, I wear pants
3: every day. It's, it's, a, it's a podcast. I know. I'm here, just kidding. That we don't wear pants.
0: I know. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I know. I mean, I'm pretty sure he wears pants.
2: I've always thought about that, though. It's like, I don't think that I like. I I mean, maybe I'm divulging a little bit too much information, but I I really honestly don't think that I come home and like take off my pants. Like it's not something I. Is that something you don't go out?
0: That would be why. Do you go anywhere? No.
2: I mean, but when we do go into town and stuff and I come home, I don't
3: drop my
0: pants off. You know why?
2: No, I, I don't think. either.
0: I don't get undressed unless I'm getting ready for bed.
2: Right. It's
3: not like I walk around with no pants.
0: Right. That's what I'm saying. So why is the no pants thing
2: such a thing?
3: Well, I think what happens is when you work from home and you, right. a lot of times you don't go out, like yeah. you don't shower. Some people, I mean- yeah. That's true. I think that one of the things that when I started doing this, I had that habit where I was like, well, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to go down and start working and all. So I had to make just, like, I have to go to work. You know, I get up every day. I do take a shower. I do put on pants. And, you know, I get ready to go to work like I normally, like everybody else sure does. You do. But I, I do. I get up every morning. I do the showering thing and all that. And just because you should shower, people. I mean, even if you work from home, you really right. don't have to. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you normally would shower, you shower. So, but the whole pants thing is, I'm not going to lie. There was a couple of times where I was doing some stuff early in the morning and, You know, I got up late and threw on a T-shirt and it was late and was sitting there in my boxer shorts. But that's, you know, no one knows has to know that. It's happened, but it's not on the regular.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I just mean like, so like, for example, if I have to be somewhere or I have an appointment somewhere, I'll put on all the clothes, go out and then run whatever errands have to run, come home and then put on more comfortable clothes, a.k.a. Pajama ish. Like I'm wearing a giant onesie right now because I'm not really doing anything. And yeah, I took him to school in this onesie and I'm gonna pick him up in it too. <laughs> I don't care. But like, you know, if I was going to like I don't know, get my car fixed, I'd wear actual clothes probably. Hmm. That's all I'm saying.
2: All right. I think I do the I same thing. You know, my most necessary. of my clothes though are I would say about eighty percent of my wardrobe is pajama ish. <laughs> Yeah. Well, like, (laughs) I very rarely feel uh, uncomfortable. You always wear jeans, I thought. I do, but they're very baggy. Usually, you know, my jeans are
0: baggy. Like, I don't
2: have, like,
0: tight jeans. They're heavy. If I wear jeans all day, they fall down. Like, I put my phone in my pocket, and then all of a sudden, my pants are around my knees. That is correct. I need pants that, like... So does that happen to you too or? I do have that what? happen for like, for
2: some of my jeans, absolutely. Like the ones that I'm wearing right now. But mind you, remember so those irritating. big gigantic overalls that I wear? Like those things I yes. love. Because they're like a mat. It's like you're, it's like you're wearing a purse because it has so many pockets. You could
0: carry your children in those overalls. I could. I could. You just stick and them you in. You could just wrap you, them around your body and then put the overalls on over all three of you and just <laughs> carry your, all three of you around. See,
3: like a kangaroo. But some people can pull off overalls and some people can't like, when Elsie wears overalls, she's like, oh look how cute she looks in overalls and everything that. When I look and I wear overalls, everybody <laughs> protects their children.
0: Elsie, is that what I said the last time I saw you in overalls? You just were like you could. I fit. believe the exact words I used were, "Whose pants are those?" Yes, <laughs> in their mind because like, they were like they're huge. It was like she found Andre the Giant's <laughs> pants. They were so big, like, and I, they couldn't have even been Randy's. They had to be a bigger man than Randy's.
2: They No, no, no. He actually can't fit in those whatsoever. But I do get, like, a specific Mm. size of overalls. Like, I, I'm very specific about how big they need to be. Like, I don't want tight overalls. Yeah. They're huge. And I like them that way. They, I like big pink. I like. I like big pants and And I I cannot cannot lie. lie.
0: You set yourself up for that, didn't you? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. Oh, my
2: God. But, I
0: mean. Okay.
2: Yes. So, anyway, yes. I like. I was just wondering where the no pants thing is. So, if any of you guys can give yeah. me a reference, that would be really cool. You guys send in some feedback about the random things that we ask for you guys to have feedback about, which we have a lot of in the show. And, also, we're celebrating. This is our 200th episode. Ta-da. Yeah. Ta-da. <laughs> Ta-da. Ta-da. It is really soft and quiet. Yeah, this is our 200th episode. It snuck up on me. Yeah, I don't know why.
3: <laughs> she didn't jump this time.
0: <laughs> no, it yeah, was a you know, little it, less loud this time, but wow, that really snuck up on me. Happy 200. Yeah. I know. We did it. We got through two, uh, 200 of these things. 200. That's crazy pants. Hundred episodes. I wish I had remembered. I would have asked John to play a clip from the very beginning of our first episode. Oh God! Uh, well, you don't think we should do that?
2: Hello, Miss Jessica. Hello, Elsie. How's it going, lady? Good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty fantastic. Thank you very much. Good. So we got this thing now, like that we, you know, we podcast. You and I, you, yeah. we, we podcast. Mm-hmm. We bonded over it. We bonded over it. So I say Oh my God. That is so horrible. So horrible.
0: Ding ding. Just introducing our show. Should we start over? Ding ding. No.
2: Okay. We'll just keep going because that's That's what chicks do. That's what chicks do. Okay. (laughs) No. What ding ding. So yeah, so here we are. So we are now podcasting into this new show called She
3: podcast.
2: She podcast. Yes, super excited. Super excited. Didn't that already happen? Should we just have them go to episode one hundred and they can hear? Yeah, John and Dave talk (laughs) about that. Not one hundred. Yeah, episode one hundred. Oh,
3: did we do one hundred? I I had a bunch of clips and I played the very, very first ever she podcast. Oh, that's right. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. So if you guys want to hear some of the story and for us to celebrate about. You know, what we've been doing and all that kind of stuff. Listen to episode 100 because it's still relevant. That's actually one of the reasons Wait I didn't want to do anything. Cause I was like, how the hell? Like, what's the, I don't know. Like, I have to say that it kind of bothers me sometimes when like people, and I'm sorry, you guys, if you guys are listening and you want to do this, please do it. This is just my opinion. But when you have like episode 100 or 200 or whatever, and almost, and you're like, we're going to, I'm going to just share my top 10 wisdom points that I've learned while I've been podcasting and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, geez,
0: I agree. I was going to ask you which show was your favorite to record and which was the most awkward for us to record. I think that
3: would be an interesting tidbit, but not something that we had to plan necessarily. I know the one that's the most awkward for me. Oh, really? Was when you were over. Yeah. When you were overtired in the hotel room.
0: That's my favorite one, because I remember we were going through somebody's terrible podcast tips. I said you should put bitches at the end of every tip, and it makes it so much better. You know, I know that Aaron didn't do this, but I feel like there should be an implied bitches at the end of all of this. (laughs) So, like, if you read them again, if you read it again, it says don't host your own show on SoundCloud. Put on your grown-up pants and pay for real podcast hosting like Libsyn. It's $5 a month. Bitches. Bitches. Yo. No, I'm I, right, aren't I? Yeah. I mean, right. that sounds really cool. Yeah. So that's number one. So I So obviously agree. we agree with that. I agree Doc with Cloud that. Cloud is the devil when it comes to podcasting. Yeah. It's not, um, it's not the best. It's not, not the best. It's not even that it's like – it's not that your show sounds bad or it's not good quality. It's just that, like, you can't, like, get any good statistics and, like, it's just – It's just, you don't have a good idea of what's happening on there. No. And it's a distribution channel. It's not, you know, it's great to
2: put your show there as a second thing. Like as if, you know, you put your show on YouTube, you put it on LinkedIn, you publish it on Facebook, you put it on Instagram. It's like that. I'm cool with that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So number two, number two, build a website, invest in making a home for listeners to learn more and fall in love. Squarespace is an affordable option. Bitches, (laughs) Bitches, <laughs> you are totally God right. Damn, that's funny.
1: That's
0: my favorite one. I think. What's your? Is that? Uh, yeah, what, that's your
3: least favorite one. I didn't John? I would say it was the most was awkward so because you, you didn't have a microphone stand, and you're like, I have my microphone between my boobs. It was in my I'm boobs. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, here we go. <laughs> <It's> crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: And you were all At over the, the, the hotel. Place. That's I mean. The, what number was that? We're gonna have it's you're hilarious. gonna have to share
0: it with me, so we'll put it in a show notes so people can yeah, refer back to it. Yeah, I remember. But I, w- I remember I was delirious. That was from baby. That's from fresh baby tiredness, I think. Right. From what I recall. So first, let me explain where we are. I am currently in a hotel room across the street from my house. I have not slept in four nights since mm. we recorded last time. Oh my God. And partly, I think the reason – there's a bunch of reasons. But Isaac, I think, is trying to crawl back in the womb because – even if I am hugging him as tightly as humanly possible as he's falling asleep, he'll still go, Mommy, Mommy, Mommy. And I'm like, what the hell's your problem, bro? I'm right here. My
2: shit. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see him. He's like, Mama, oh shit. The most awkward was the one about, um, the podcast movement thing. The session. Remember when I said no to being on that panel?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh!
2: What is that one called? I forgot. Whatever. That I'll put it was, in the show notes, but that was like the most was pretty awkward.
3: awkward. Jess gave you a talking to.
0: Yeah. But do Hunter and May really need you not to do this panel? Like, I know it got a little complicated, but maybe that's the standard to which women should be asking. Is like, can you honestly say you're putting your family first because... They need you and the career can wait and it's not as important. Or are you doing it because being and getting what you want might be a little scary?
2: It was that you guys listen to that show. I'll put a link in the show notes so that you guys, because there's a lot of new listeners. So for those of you who didn't don't know what we're talking about, um, a couple of years ago, it's like, oh, my gosh, it's like almost two years ago, probably more Maybe because I was still in the cave. Yeah. I was still in the cabin. Um, yeah, it was probably like three years ago. Yeah, I was offered to be on a panel with all of these like, you know... Slate, Panoply. Yeah, all of those kind of like, like big network, names and, then and I was asked to be on it and I passed because I needed to get home. I wasn't editing yeah. then.
3: I was just you a weren't, listener.
2: No, you weren't editing then.
3: No,
0: you weren't. But I can say that actually, even though that touching point is resolved, the whole... Having to get home and rushing to get home is, st- that's still a bone of contention between us. I think like your, your time spent at events and leaving events and coming to events. Like we, I think every time we have to plan that, we're just like, Oh, when is she coming in? It's going to be right. late. And she's going to, because you know what? And, and I mean, since I've met you actually, because the first time I met you, I remember making fun of you because I had a direct flight to Dallas and you had like a three leg stop with like a do you remember that and i was like this is why we should do wife swap that's when we first started talking about wife swap cuz i was that's like Elsie right. shows up in a rickshaw to go to like four airports where she sits in the trunk of like a <laughs> like a plane full of dogs to get there and i'm flying like first class that was when the year i was pregnant i think cuz i flew first class to dallas and you were like, yeah, it took me seven hours. Yeah, it was obnoxious. Like, I remember
2: that flight yeah, was a pain was in the behind. It's when yes. we were in Las Vegas. And I remember, I think I did have like two stops from Pittsburgh. It was like Pittsburgh to something and then to you something. So and to something. I was like, why is yes. this
0: happening? So, yeah. By the time you got yeah. there, you were like fully irritated. And I was like, why do you travel like this? Right. <laughs> Make your life easier. You're not even paying for it. Know, um, another uncomfortable
3: I, yeah. one is when I unwittingly walked into, hey, you guys should have a conference. And that whole conversation that started oh, after yeah. that. Holy cow.
0: Oh, but we didn't record That's that. That's a tough
3: thing. Oh, that was one of the no, last No, we recordings? didn't record.
0: No, no we did record. It. You should have a conference. We didn't record the last conversation we had about it, which was about Work It and whether or not Work It is competitive with any event we might do. I we did not record that. that conversation. For your for your listening pleasure, ladies and gentlemen, we did have a... a, a con- because... Well, because, you know, we just... It's not that we necessarily disagreed. We just discussed whether or not that event is our competition or not. We were just talking about whether or not we should actively send people to it or not. Oh. That's all. Oh, I remember that conversation. Yeah. I did remember
2: talking about the conference, though, but that was not what we were talking about. John is talking about... One of the times where we discussed the whole conferencing for, I would say, yes. I don't know, 45 minutes before we even yes. started recording. And he was I like, that oh, was time. that was
0: the work at time. I mm-hmm. think, L-l-l-l-l-l-l. No,
2: this was not the work at time. This was a different
0: like a whole. So we've done this now three or four times about conferences yeah. then.
2: Yes. <laughs> God, it's just that John was only horrible. one in there like once. Right. To hear the same thing. I'm glad we're being, thing, you know what?
0: About. It's good that we're being transparent about this because our audience should know that we don't, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's, I mean, obviously we disagree about stuff on the show, like advertising and, and you know, whatever, tech and this and that. But like, it's good that they know that we're not always on the same page about every freaking thing. That's right. Because it's healthy. We're not the same people. No, no. It's like co-parenting. One of the parents is going to be okay with lollipops and the other one is not, whatever. So kind of like that right
2: yeah yeah we do we yeah, yeah it, it's it's true and I think that people might have like oh we want just to have that but there's a lot it's we were hard. just talking about this when you were telling me about like like these people it makes it look so easy and it's like we don't know the behind the scenes we yes. don't know what goes around we don't know
0: what what you you put forth you know all of that stuff That's true. I was having, um, irritation at people who have online businesses and it's all put together and it looks so easy and the branding is perfect and the courses are evergreen and the Instagrams go up every day and the emails go out once a week. And like I used to have that, but I don't have the money to rehab that because I sold the agency and then, you know, I don't really have like the money to hire a VA to do all the things. And so I'm like, "Why am I I just it often feels like I'm starting over, and I just sometimes wish if I had just stuck to one thing, I would be in that position where it was all just very, very easy. but at the same time, I can't stick to one thing. I It's like I fundamentally am not cellularly capable of sticking to one thing.
3: Is that the ADD that does that? Because I have the same issue with that.
0: I don't know if it's ADD. I mean, I've obviously stuck to this thing. She Podcasts for four years. That's that's something. But in that time, I've had – this is now going on my third business thing. I think like I had – I was doing branding when we started and then I had a baby and then I came back and focused on podcasting and then I had an agency and now I'm restarting. I mean, it's kind of the same. I just don't have the agency anymore. It's kind of the same as what I was doing before the agency. It's just – You know, also, I think in my defense, I've had more life changes in the last 10 years than most people. Right. I've moved and had a baby and had a kid die. So like, it's a lot of change. Most people stay this. I mean, you've just moved, I think, right? Once or twice. Yes.
2: We were like in transition for many different. Yeah, we were in transition a lot. When I, you know, when we were homeless for like three, for like a summer where I didn't know where we were going to go. Yeah, And that yeah, we lived at a different that, place yeah. and then we did lived at a yeah it's just there's been a lot of like physical changes but we've never really um shifted in terms of like people around us like actually when right. no 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 because when we started to podcast I already had my kids and I think that that's the other yes they were little they were little they were little yeah but but I, you know, I think this is really important for podcasters to kind of understand. And it's something that I've seen now since I've been around for so long. And, and I've seen so many podcasts come and go, right? Because that's, it happens. It, it mm-hmm. happens. People pod fade. And I would say like the number one reason for pod fading is life. And, and it's when mm-hmm. you get to milestones specifically. So let's say you hit your 100th episode, let's hit, let's see you, you hit a milestone in terms of um, the year that you're podcasting, like it's your second year, your first year, your third year, whatever. Um, it becomes uh, something that when you hit a, a certain number of episodes, like beyond 100, where you kind of hit something else and it doesn't have any more meaning. Um, those are the times when people tend to either take a break or say like, oh my God, I made it. Or they kind of look back and go, oh, okay, let me look back to see why I'm podcasting. Because a lot of the time people podcast just because that's what they've done. Like it becomes such a habit. It's like you don't really stop. And then the third thing that causes people to kind of quit is a life change like you're talking about. Birth, death, marriage, divorce, uh, moving from one place to another. All of those things almost single-handedly make people pod fade. There's been so many times when I've heard a a podcaster say, okay, guys, I'm moving to, you know, whatever, a different state or something like that. You'll hear back from me in a couple of weeks because I'm in transition. I have to set things up and then I'll be back. And then they never come back or they'll come back six months later and go, obviously, I didn't come back when I said things have really changed now. And it kind of like moves from there. It
0: happens all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm just actually, I'm Googling a little bit to see how many people, my first students of podcasting school for women even still have, still have shows. Right. Because it's not just life. I think it's also like, they get bored of the same topic. Like Mm -hmm. I, like with Lady Business Radio, I just could not do that show anymore. It just stopped interesting me. Absolutely this show is interesting because we talk about stuff every, like, but you know, we had to change too. At first we were talking about like women's issues in podcasting and we just kind of ran out of them. I think what happened too is that there's only so much
2: you can talk about that. And there, then what I started to feel is like, do we really just always have to talk about it from the women's point of view? Aren't we women? Isn't this our point of view? It's <laughs> like all of a sudden I just started yeah. to think like, if we just talk about it, by default it is our point of view it's going right. to be a women's point of view because we're women you know what i mean so regardless yeah. of what the topic is if we talk about it we will bring up issues that are affecting us through the lens of being female sometimes it were sometimes it's more um visible like it's super like it it's a leading thing and then sometimes it's not so much so
0: well i'm just talking about like for example we used to talk about like how do you tell a guest that you aren't going to use their show or how do you do this without hurting someone's feelings or how do you do that without you know whatever so I'm I like and then I remember being like are we not doing women's stuff anymore and you're like well we are women so it's our point of view and I was like right on cool beans because I mean (laughs) if other otherwise what we have to do is mine from our group you know and like hey i'm I'm in need of this, and I'm wondering if you can help me with that and like we don't really necessarily do that because it's we've said it all already I mean, not that I expect people to go back and listen to every episode, but we've had all these discussions, I guess,
2: yeah, they do right? they yeah, and they come up and I think we should definitely like touch base with some of them, but not necessarily every single one of them but um, I kind of want to. Bring some of the uh, feedback that we've gotten from some of our folks. And I know that you kind of you didn't really want to talk about this, but I think that we can talk about it in brief really quickly. I wasn't on the show when you got when you asked about this, which I think you. Oh, you'd, I was going to delete
0: it. I'm Yeah, I'm I know. Right.
2: I know you. And I'm only putting it, it in here because I don't we know got, why it
0: interests you. That's fine, though. We can talk about it. Well,
2: no, I'm only writing it because we got feet. See, here's the thing, Jess. I think that if you ask for feedback and you get feedback, I think to honor the feedback, you have to talk about it. Like, that's how I feel about it. And that's the way the feed has always worked. Because there's always a reason why we have this conversation. There's really no... Like, it feels really weird when you ask somebody, hey, you guys, give us some feedback about X, and then you get it, and then nobody ever talks about it, then people aren't going to really send it in. You know what I mean?
0: That's true. Fair enough. So... You
2: did ask feedback about the text messages, which I completely missed. I did not
0: even hear oh. it when I was listening so um I didn't hear what that I asked people to tell me if they prefer because he was making fun of me because I do a bunch of texts and he does one giant paragraph right and I do like probably I beginning. do both,
2: but I think that it merits a conversation on this but see Emily when You text our like me I think co-host I do I text like you because I text like you like meaning.
0: Because you're texting me? Yes. Therefore, you're texting like me? All right.
2: Yes. So I like mirror the way you text. So when I text Randy, I do not do that at all. Really? Yeah, I do not do that. It does not work with him. He only reads the last text. That is useless. So then he doesn't read the other if the last text is okay? Yeah. (laughs) Then what? So if like, let's say I, this is how I've learned and I've learned, I've learned the the hard way on this. Let's say I'm sending him a list because I send him a list via text to go buy the things at the grocery store. If he's at the store, he's like, send me a list. I'll pick up whatever we need. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I write a list and I send it all. And then as soon as I send it, more likely than not, I'm going to go, oh, crap. I forgot, you know, whatever. Because I always forget like that one thing. So once I send the list and then I'm like, oh, crap. And then I'll send the last one. He won't do that last one. He'll only get me. Who
0: is this person? He'll only
2: get me the thing. And then I go, well, what happened to the almond milk? And then he'll go, I didn't see that one. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then but then it's the opposite. Like if I send him a, a like a slew of them like this and this and this and this. Then he'll only read the last one. I think he doesn't really open his phone. He'll just look.
0: You know, he'll look at the phone and you'll only see the thing. Time for a quick tool tip. Grocery IQ that you share with the other person. I know I've had that. So you can add stuff during the week. Yeah, grocery IQ. Uh, Scott and I have been using it for years.
2: He's not going to add another app to the phone. Believe me. I tried like just the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, Ran. I can send you money because we send money to each other often. It's like something we do all the time. So uh, we use cash and then cash goes straight to his account and all this kind of stuff. And then I was like, man, we have like, what is that? The pay thing on iOS? Apple Pay. Apple Pay. That's it. Sorry. So now via text message, you can send people money and Mm -hmm. it's just using Apple Pay. You can. It's super easy. It's within the text, within like iMessage. You can send people money. There you go. And I said, hey, oh, my gosh, you can totally send people money. He's like, no, I'm not setting up another thing. This is what's set up. This is what it is. And this is it.
0: And I was like, all right, then. okay, but then you would not get it. But this is different because it's something that will help you get all your groceries.
2: I understand that, but he's not not going to add that. He's just not going to. All right. Like, it's just not going to it's not going to happen. It's like kind of like talking to my dad. It's the same thing yesterday. They just got an iPhone eight. My mom and my dad. Actually, an iPhone 8 Plus, both of them, okay? So my dad's sitting there with his gigantic phone trying to add all the things. And then he's like, okay, I have to add my Gmail. And I was like, okay. So he went and downloaded the Gmail app to the phone. And then my mom and I both tried to tell him that you could just add it to the mail app because that holds all the things. And he was like, no, but this is Gmail. And I was like, I know but you can add Gmail on that app. He's like, no, but I want Gmail. I want the app. Okay. I like the Gmail app. I know that. But the thing is, it's like he just didn't really even acknowledge nor want to hear that you already have a built-in app that you can use. You don't have to add another app. And he doesn't know even how it works. All he knows is that it has a Gmail app. You know what I mean?
3: It's kind of like mansplaining, but it's like techno splaining to the techless. it's what it is because you're like no no see you can do this and they're like don't tell me that that way I don't want I I want to be able to do it my way stop telling me what I'm doing wrong but and you're like no no yes except I don't see this is the same thing simply because
0: if a person was unable to fulfill a task with the way things were currently being done I would just put the grocery list in the app I wanted and said oh you want the grocery list it's in the app bye Either he's going to get the groceries or he's not. Either way, you've put it where you need to put it. It's the only way he can – I mean, and you can actually update it. Like in other words, when I'm shopping for the things, Scott can see when I'm checking stuff off. And like he can always add stuff if I've forgotten. I mean, it's true that like sometimes he adds stuff when I'm in the checkout. That's the shit I don't see. But if you do it like within 5, 10 minutes of sending the list – he he wouldn't miss it. It would be there.
3: You understand that this is you are living where you, this is the Green Acres thing again—the the show of the, your reality show. So in other words, Green right, Acres. Right? Because is the Jess, place you be. can go if he doesn't do this. You can go and get it. But else, he kind of relies on Randy if he's out to do that because she just can't jump in She's a car. She's also
0: the more technically powerful, which is why she can just be like, "It's in the app." Well,
3: Have a good so trip.
0: All right. So here, <laughs> this is how that applies to podcasting people.
2: Here, let me tell you. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's kind of like saying, you guys, listen to my show. It's on Apple Podcasts. What's Apple Podcasts? That's right. It's the app inside the phone. Why do I have to go there? I can always listen to it on Facebook, which is what my mom does. So do we then start to make people listen the way we want them to listen, even because it's easy in our heads, or do we facilitate it for them so that they can actually get the content in the way that you they are used to? Because all we want is for people to listen
0: to the show. We don't really care right. where they're listening. I hear what you're saying. Here's the difference. He has to feed his children. He doesn't have to listen to a podcast anyway, you say. But the food has to be purchased, and it has to be purchased by him, and he can't make the list. Ipso facto, you are the one in charge. You have the knowledge that he needs to be the feeder of children.
3: Does he have the app on his phone? No. And I don't think Elsie's in no, he, charge. She just said to you. <laughs> See? Well,
0: he does want them not to starve, though. <laughs> right. But usually he'll forget, like, uh... Thing
2: and I think that regardless, I do that too. Though I mean, I do that too. I'll go shopping and then he will send me something, and and I will forget to get the last
0: thing he sent. Oh my god, I'm the even though even if it's on the list. I'm saying that I am the queen of this. But my point is just that the when it comes to groceries, this has helped us enormously. If I'm just going to the Wawa for four things. It's true that I will admit I inevitably come home with three. I always forget. And it's always one of the things he really wanted. Right. Because it's just Murphy's Law when it comes to Scott that he can't win when it comes to me shopping for him. But for large grocery lists, this doesn't happen anymore because I got in trouble too many times and we found a solution. I'm trying to – actually, you can have Randy thank me. <laughs> because then he won't be in trouble anymore for forgetting the thing you need. Well, the thing he is... He should be thanking me, not grouchy about a new app. Right, but usually welcome, these Randy. things
2: that he does are like not the big grocery. I do the big grocery shop. This is like the stuff in the middle of the week. Like, oh my gosh, oh, we ran out of bread, we ran out of the, milk. Oh, I needed... the four um, things. Yeah, I need bread, milk, and water. Oh. And then I send it, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, Earth Balance. We needed
0: Earth Balance. I forgot Earth Balance. Yep. Sorry. I get it now. Well, then this whole conversation, I mean, I'm just saying when it comes to the big shop, it hel- it, re- it just helps, that's all. Yeah, the big shop. You can also add stuff during the week and not have to remember it.
3: But you can also use this about podcasting as like with your co-host. So like in other words, if someone wants to use Trello because it's easier for them, but the person doesn't want to, oh, I don't want to put another thing on. I, why can't we just continue to use Google Docs? Well, because with Trello, you can add more things and move things around. It's a lot easier. Oh, but I don't want to learn another thing like that. It's kind of like the same thing, really.
0: A lot of people have this problem, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like I know co- I have coached co-hosts that have trouble with the other person wanting to use the tool that the organized person is using. It's very difficult. It's very difficult. I often just tell them to fire the other person, even oh if it's God. their sister or because brother. Because of a tool? See, <laughs> here's the thing. Because they're not – because they're not – they're being the one that won't work together. That's why. Because they're be, because the person refusing to learn or use a new tool that's helping the person who's in charge of all the things is the one being difficult. That's what I think. All right. I mean, because you're certainly the more technical of me. And when it comes to recording, John is the most technical of all of us. Now, this is the equivalent of John being like, listen, we want this to be done right. So we're going to try this tool or this tool or this tool. What if you and I only wanted to do Zoom? <laughs> or what if we only wanted to record right. in our car? Okay. Or what if yeah. we only wanted to record like in the yard? Like, w- I mean, wouldn't John be like, well, fuck you bitches then. I'm not going to help you.
2: Right. No, I understand that. I get that. I, that totally makes yeah. sense.
3: But see, there's a thing here where at one point, Elsie moved to her new place and she's like, listen, I don't have internet. And, uh, you know, we might have to do this on our phone. And I was like, do I really want to get into all this? I know.
0: But we worked around it.
3: I took it as a challenge. I'm like, well, listen, let's see if we can do this. And we did.
0: Yeah. Actually, this is really good conversation for the co-host thing because I know some of you out there are the ones struggling with the non-technical person, and I know others of you are the non-technical, stubborn ones that don't want to move forward, and so I'm wondering how it feels to hear me say, fire that person! But I feel like the most important part is to have a good show and be organized, and if one of you is struggling with that because the other one is being stubborn – I kind of feel like that's the person that's not being fair. Now, Elsie, in her case, was, wasn't was being unfair because she moved somewhere where there was no Wi-Fi. She was just presenting – we were just presenting – you with a challenge john but it's not like she wasn't willing to do whatever she could do to make it work with the situation she had that's not the same as people who are just like no i just don't want to right and also the other thing too that is
2: slightly i mean that i have to say it's slightly different is that regardless of how we are getting together right we're recording together there's always going to be a local copy that is going to sound better than anything that is over the internet Correct, John? I would right. say 95% yeah. of the ch- uh, of the time that is the case.
3: Yeah, because we are all doing, we're all double recording enders. our, yeah, double-enders, and we're recording right. our own audio. But though. Right. But it, the right. thing about and it and is- that's our workaround. The, oh, yeah, but the problem we have a lot of times with Elsie is because we can't hear her. Like, right. I, I've never had this before in a podcast where I hear, oh, this isn't going to be good. There's leaves on the trees. I'm like, what? <laughs> I Why know, it's new, but whatever. We have, we're having <laughs> thunderstorms. I don't know right. if we're going to be able to record today.
2: Right, that's true. But that's something we have to
3: work about. Or or there's times where Elsie goes on and she Skypes out. We don't hear anything and we're just sitting there. And then at the end we go, well, you said it all.
0: (laughs) You said it all,
2: Elsie, and you said it well. I'll figure
3: out what you said when I edit your end of the audio because I didn't hear a word of it.
2: That is-, that is correct. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That is correct. So- but now like bringing it back over to the text messages, we did have some feedback from okay, Emily yes. where she said that she, she personally hates that her husband sends her half a dozen or so individual little texts because she has ADD. And so it's really hard to let notifications and bells and whistles and dings distract her so that the multiple dings drive her insane, which, which I could understand. Because it's, yes, that happens. I hate it when I start to see a notification, like, because I immediately feel like I have to answer that question or follow up or bring my awareness somewhere else, which is why I generally put things into, what do you call that thing where you put everything to sleep? Um, I forgot the name of it. Do not disturb? Do not disturb. Correct. I am actually just always with do not disturb. Like, don't ever think that there is a disturb button for me. (laughs) It's always, no. No. So she thinks paragraphs are all the way. Um, Now, this is really interesting. Carrie also sent in another one. And she said that she loves the short bursts. And it's interesting how she frames it. She says, partly because that's how I think. But this is the cool part. She says, partly because, oh, my God, what if something happens to everything I typed and I have to retype it?
0: (laughs) So true. And that's happened to me before. Oh, my God. Of course it's happened. That's happened <gasps> to me several times. A call will come in yeah. after I've texted like a hundred words mm-hmm. and, and it ruins and it's gone. And I'm yep. like, nah! <laughs> it's awful. What's funny about what Emily said about the dings is really funny because shortly after I, we recorded that show with Mark, um, he and I had a planning call for some of our projects. Right. Right. And since I have you know, – first of all, I I am ADHD as much as if not more than anybody. I think he may be touched with it a little bit as well because he turns off his phone notifications like you do so he can't be disturbed because it bothers him. I, on the other hand, have for some reason mastered the art of ignoring the notifications. Like Uh-oh. I need to know it's there. If I don't know it's there, I may never look. Mm. So I need to hear ding, ding because it will sit in my head like I better check that. Later, otherwise I'll never get it. So, we're having this call on Zoom. My phone is next to me as usual, and every time it dings, I can see him like <laughs> he was like getting so irritated. Is that your phone or my phone? I'm like, it's me, it's me. Never mind, it's me. And he's like, this is why I hate all these texts. Stop it! And I was like, I'll turn it off. But it's not. Bo-. He was like, how does that not bother you? And I'm like, it doesn't bother me because I am in control of my phone. I don't need to answer. I just need to know it's there. You know. Oh my God, that killed he was going, me. But, but it was bothering him. And for me, it's a reminder that someone needs me.
3: Just listening to Otherwise, this, I, I would, it gave me a twitch under my left eye.
0: Me too. See, right. But, but see, here's the thing. If, let's just say I didn't get those notifications, I would hang up the Zoom call, check my email, and dive headfirst into a project and not come up for four hours. But I have children and people who, you know, I may have an emergency. If I hadn't gotten that ding, I would never have checked it, and whatever was trying to come at me would just go unnoticed probably until 9 p.m., which is bad.
3: Well, I that's turn off right. the audio dings and just use it, the the notification where it comes up as a red number one. Well, that's what I did. That's what I did.
0: That's what I did. I didn't know it was going to make him lose his marbs, but like, yeah, I mean, obviously, that's not – I mean – Emily, you know, doesn't like that as a solution. Jackie, you know, says it's because it's how she thinks. Like, it's the dinging doesn't bother me. Oh, Carrie, right. Sorry. It doesn't. The dings don't bother me because they're sort of in one ear and out the other. I can't handle that. John, are you with me where if you started to hear all the dings, it would stress me out? Okay, but here's what stresses me out, though. Some people have badge notifications with their email at, like, 500 or more, I would not be able to sleep at night with unopened email. I cannot deal with all the badges of notifications. Facebook notifications right now, I have six. Twitter is 12. I have two in my Facebook Messenger, one in LinkedIn. That's going to bother me until I sleep tonight. I have 26. I mean, the email I'm used to, I don't like having them on my voicemail. I have to, it's like, I have to release the numbers but the dings themselves don't bother me. But the badges of notification make me insane.
3: So let me ask you a question. When you go on a plane and somebody takes their socks and shoes off, does that bother you?
0: Hell yes. It's disgusting. But, what if it, I'd rather- but
3: it doesn't bother them. It doesn't bother them. So I think the audio dings and everything. It
0: should. They're filthy I'm, I'm dirty. I'm
3: trying, <laughs> trying to make a point here. I think you're focused on the feet. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is even though it doesn't bother you, it bothers the people around you. And maybe it would be nicer. I mean, if you're by yourself, by all means, turn on I mean, the ding. Yeah, I
0: mean, I don't do it when I'm. I don't do it when I'm not by myself. Apparently,
3: you do. I, it's only Mark's when I'm by myself. Switching. If
0: I'm in the grocery store, that's it's on silent. Okay. It's on vibrate. Yeah, I don't do it in public. I just do it for me. But it didn't occur to me that it would bother someone. I was on the, you know, I didn't realize. I didn't realize he would get all twitchy, or that you people listening are probably twitching. Right. Yeah, as we're, as we're all
2: speaking. twitching. I'm twitching. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're, Elsie, like, needs to, yeah, she needs to go get a drink after we're, this We're all going to need Benadryl
3: <laughs> I'm sure. after this. Ding!
0: I I'm ding. Like, Bing. Stop it. Stop ding, it. Stop ding, it. ding, 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 ding. But now, right. okay, so when we were
2: talking about how Carrie was talking about how something disappeared, you know, like when you're typing forever... We do have a solution because we do have a lovely, wonderful sponsor for the show. Text expander. Yes, we do. And you you know, I have to say that with a lot, with a lot of that stuff, I know obviously when we're text, we're more texting each other, it's not going to be like a. Like a, you know, like a a template. Like we don't have template texts. I mean, I'm sure that there's some people that do, but I know for Jess and I, there's no way we can template what the heck our conversation is going to be that day.
0: But when it no, comes most to most of mine are templated. Elsie, you're wrong. <laughs> just
2: kidding. <laughs> oh my god, that can would. Can you be... imagine
0: if I'm just like, "Good morning, I need this, this, and this." That's just a template. <laughs>
2: That's like the morning text. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But... But, you know, when it comes to, like, a lot of this stuff, when you're on the phone, especially when you're on the phone, when you start to, like, write things out, sometimes things happen. Like, you're talking about somebody calls you on the phone, the app shuts down. Like, there's all of these different things that could possibly happen when you're, like, responding. And a lot of us work from our phones. Like, mm-hmm. that's how we manage our business. And text expander actually has... Uh, the, the capability to have these little snippets of text, because that's what it is, it actually expands your text. So if you write down a very minimal amount of text, it expands it into whatever it is that you want it to be, uh, longer pieces of text, and you can manage those templated responses um, as soon as you get them. Fairly easily, and a lot of the iOS apps support Text Expander. They also have a Text Expander app for iOS. And so you can very easily be able to do all this kind of stuff. The one thing that I found out about Text Expander, which I have not tried, which I think is really, really cool, is that you can actually put like this series, you can actually put a snippet inside of a snippet. I don't know, John, if you've even tested this out, but this is super cool.
3: What is this magic you talk about? I've, I now and I have to know.
2: <laughs> there will be a <laughs> there will be a link in the show notes for the for you guys to check it out. But it's really neat because it's like, let's say somebody is writing, like the they have like an article that I'm going to link to here in Text Expander because they have these like super cool uh, tutorials in there. And essentially, you can have a snippet that says, like, "Hey, great to hear from you. Stopping by the sales meeting. Here's our office address." And then you can add. A snippet for the address within the snippet of that response, and it just expands out, which is kind of cool, because that means that if your phone number changes, if the location changes, if your email address changes, if whatever the snippet within the snippet changes, the link, let's say a link to a new landing page or something like that, you don't have to update the text of the original snippet, you only have to update it for that a little bit of snippet inside and it updates. I just thought that was like so cool to be able to do that, to be able to manage where you insert all this stuff. So these are literally nested snippets. Um, For those of you who are managing a team, meaning like some VAs and things like that, especially when you're and this is something that I talk about with a lot of my clients, um, especially like the ones that do have teams and that they are trying to build a brand, to have a brand voice, to be able to have the ability to, um, essentially just kind of go like, Hey, um, w- w- this is the way we talk for she podcast. This is the voice, like Jess and I have a very specific voice that we move in, you know, we use in the world. So if we had a VA, the working for us, they need to kind of learn the our in quote language and our voice and having text expander snippets would be kind of like a really good way to, to either train somebody or just have them expand. Like if somebody has a problem or we're trying to get a sale or something like that. Anyway, um, I think text expander has been transformative for a lot of people. You guys need to go check it out. You can go to textexpander.com slash podcast. Um, there's a little drop down menu there where you can pick the podcast where you heard it from. And it would be awesome if you picked She Podcast from there. And if you get your first year with them, you get 20% off of your first year from Text Expander. They are super, super cool. There's also a link in the show notes. Please follow that as well. But, um, just make sure that you tell them that you heard it from She Podcast because we love Text Expander.
3: The end. Doo-doo. I've used it four times <laughs> we while we've been recording. I have my snippet oh my is gosh. RNRN. And what it says is, sorry, I can't talk right now. I'm recording, but as soon as I'm done, I will look into this. Talk <gasps> to you later. And that's what it says. So when someone texts me or calls me, like on the phone, you can always say message. And I message and I just go RNRN and it goes bloop. And I hit send and it does. I did it four times. I just looked it up four times since we've been recording right now. Oh
2: my gosh.
3: See? So there you go.
2: Wow. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yep. I wish I had an RNRN because RN, I just got a text. But anyway, I just finished it. I'll send you mine. <laughs> Thanks. I know. <laughs> It'd be like, Randy would be like, why are you talking to me in that speak?
0: <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Holy crap. What? What did he say? Say it again.
3: Why are you talking to me like a dude from South Jersey? <laughs>
2: No, in that he speech, that? I was like, "I will look into this as soon as I'm getting off." You know, like it, he would be like, "Why are you talking oh, it's like very that?" Formal. What's the matter with you? That's Instead weird. of,
3: "Dude, I'm busy. I'll get back to you."
2: <laughs> oh my god! So, how about this article on
0: L about Spotify? Yay! I'm so happy for them. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So L announced the Spotify. Sound Up Bootcamp winners. And the title is podcasting is about to become a lot less white and male. Yay! Yay, we all want that. Yay to Woo. Both.
2: Way to go. I know it's really cool because they, they did a feature for the the ladies because 10 women, I know this, it seems so crazy, 10 women out of 18,000, <laughs> my God, what a job. So uh, 10 women out of 18,000 got an opportunity to be mentored in New York via the Spotify uh, boot camp, and they had some amazing mentors in that week that they spent uh, together there. That they essentially just gave them all of the tools that they need to develop their projects, whatever that might be. But three of them actually got some funding to get their stuff together, and these three women are just incredible. Did you get an opportunity to read what their their focus is on their for their podcast? It's like so, it's so cool. One of them is a human geneticist. Oh. No. And her show is going to be In Those Genes, a podcast that uses genetics to help black folks uncover their lost identities, which, how cool is that? Really cool. I know, right? Very. So they ha- and she has a co-host yeah. who is also a PhD. Um, then there's Christina Ogilvie, and she has, um, she is, oh my gosh, her day job is Secretary for a Disaster Aid Nonprofit in Washington, D.C., these women have like the coolest jobs Um, and her podcast would be your job seems easy. And it's kind of like I love this idea because it seems like when you look at somebody, and you're like, oh, that looks like an easy job to do. And then you realize like all of the things that they have done and do actually get that job. And you're like, oh, oops, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. So, um, (laughs) that's like a, that's a really cool, cool idea for the other one. And the other one is Titi Shodia and her day job. She is a scientific auditor at the National Institute of Standards and Technology, accrediting science labs in Washington, D.C. And -hmm. her podcast is going to be Dope Labs, which looks at the intersection between science and pop culture with co-host Zakiya Watley. So, uh. Yeah, all of these sound incredible and super interesting with a variety of different layers to them. So kudos to them. And I'm also stoked that this was featured on Elle magazine. I mean, regardless, this is bringing so much more eyes to podcasting, so much more eyes to women in podcasting, so much more eyes and ears to uh, representing different our diverse voices throughout uh, all of these different fields, which are all breaking molds and not like thinking like, Oh, they're going to go cover which, and I'm sorry to, I might ruffle some feathers, but it's not just going to go cover people who are in jail or people who are like, you know, don't have enough money or people like where we also get sort of like in this unconscious bias of what diverse cultures are like. So I'm, I'm loving the fact that it's breaking all kinds of molds and representing um, just difference in its totality from all sorts of points of view. So yay. Good for them. You guys need to go read that article because it's really awesome.
0: Yes, for sure. And share
2: it because that would be also really cool. We need to get as many eyes as possible in there. Even if it has nothing to do with you, just share it. Be proud. Share it out uh, and support each other a little more. So la la la.
0: Yes. I'm excited for them, though. That's really cool.
2: I know. Super cool. It's awesome. Should we play our little bit of audio today? Which one do you want to play?
0: First, before – I mean, we have lots to talk about when it comes to podcast movement. So let's get some of the other audio out of the way. So um, just so you guys know, I am a part of an online virtual summit called Beyond the Podcast. Um, It's for podcasters. It's myself. Amy Porterfield, John Lee Dumas, and Mark Asquith, they asked me lots of questions about making money and influence advertising downloads and how um, new podcasters can expect to be successful. It was really fun. Tom Tate is a cool dude. Um, he is part of the AWeber team and you guys will see them at Podcast Movie. But anyway, he made a little promo for this event. So I wanted to play it for you guys.
3: Hey, I'm Tom Tate. I'm a podcaster and digital marketer, and I'm super excited to invite you personally to Beyond the Podcast, a free one-day virtual summit on July 17th, featuring some of the biggest names in podcasting. We have John Lee Dumas, Amy Porterfield, Mark Asquith, Jessica Kupferman, and so much more. These podcasting veterans will share actionable tactics to help you grow your show, grow your business, and change lives with your unique message. It is totally free. You'll get access to the recordings if you can't make it. So head on over to beyondthepodcastsummit.com and join us for this awesome event on Tuesday, July 17th. Again, that's beyondthepodcastsummit.com to get all the details and claim your free access.
0: Yay! So there you have it. It's going to be really good. It's totally free. Check it. Don't wreck it. And he gave you the link. So go ahead and check it out. And now... We have so much to talk about when it comes to podcast movement in Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Okay, sorry. I'm excited. Every day I'm starting to do this thing, Elsie, because she's – so Elsie's flying in a little early so we can start working on her VIP day and like all the content we're going to do. And like I'm starting to walk around my house like in my head giving you a tour of it in every room I go in. Oh my god! So like I'll go in like like I'll go in the kitchen and like in my head I'm just like and this is the fridge and this is the sink. I mean I'm not gonna do that in real life, but it's just funny. Like I'm starting to like introduce you to my life, but in my head it's weird.
3: This is oh. where we put takeout.
0: Well, but do you know what I mean? Like like have all these years of friendship, we've never been to the other person's residence ever. I've only seen her house on Instagram. She's only, we've given our each other like a virtual tour once or twice. Oh my God. And it's exciting. Do you, are you not excited? No, I am
2: exciting. My... I was just thinking, like, oh my God, if Jess came over my house, like, I would just have her, like, she'll enter the house. And then I go, that's the bedroom. That's the other bedroom. That's the bathroom. That's the this kitchen. This is it. Like, you could see all the things. Like, you wouldn't even have to walk to them. We could see it all in one spot.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I mean, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Monday, I have to take Isaac to camp and teach my dad how to take him to camp every day. And like, I don't know. Like, I know that we live very differently. I'll be very interested to hear what you think about my house and my kid you've never met my kid either i, I met know Randy and i can't kids a i'm so times. excited I'm but boys. you've never met you've never met the schmoo and he really does like take to people mm-hmm. quite quickly so it's it's uh it's gonna be funny to have him be like i don't want you to go well, i'm gonna have to <laughs> squeeze him and love him so hard yeah I he's delicious <laughs>
2: But, you know, speaking of like our VIP thing, like, you know, if you guys want to sign, like, you have almost no time to do it now. (laughs) You need to, if you live in Uh, Philly, you guys, if you live in Philly and you want to do this, you need to do it right away. So she com slash Philly VIP. Go ahead and sign up like stat, like stop wasting your time and do it because you're gonna, you're gonna feel like you just lost out. That said, we do Do have – Evelyn is actually signed up for our VIP day, and she sent us some feedback about our Facebook group. And she said, I hope my feedback to your podcast episodes count. I think, yes, you can do a group where people pay, even if it's $5. You can still do the free group and then one of $5 or $10 a month and do a weekly one-hour Q&A or something. That might make it worthwhile. Uh, so a sort of reason for the money. Now it's funny because she mentions I actually asked a question on my free group about membership group, and over sixty people said no. But it could have been the way that I asked the question. And what she shared, though, it's this it's this link that she sent here, and then the article's link is called "Winning the Lemonade Awards with Three Little Words," and then the whole article is based on not necessarily what the thing is but what question you asked and the difference between one little boy is like selling lemonade and then asking the question one little boy asked would you like a glass of lemonade and then the other one asked are you thirsty and one of them Mm -hmm, got more mm -hmm. uh, sales for sure just because the question was different so i was like hmm i see (laughs) <laughs> yeah. so, so maybe that's
0: like a little oh, bit I,
2: see. I don't know I just like that's kind of cool I have to kind of sit down and think about that a little bit right
0: yeah it's very interesting yeah I mean she has a good point and ultimately it's our decision and we don't no. have to answer to right. anybody but each other really Absolutely. But it's, I mean, I'm glad that you guys are all thinking about it. And I think
2: every single one of us is going to have a different result depending upon your audience, which is one of the reasons you need to work with us like one of I'm
0: sure whatever we decide, if we decide to charge for any part of it, someone isn't going to be happy. And we either want to make the money anyway. I mean, it's kind of like, don't they say like you can either have, you can't make everyone, well, they just say you can't make everyone happy. And it's true. You can't.
2: No. It's always shifting and changing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do, you got to do, you do, you got to do you. You got to do you. You got to do you. Yeah, baby. Do you. So, as we continue on, though, let's go ahead and hear from Laura Peterson because she has a really great session that's happening at Podcast Movement that we'd love for you guys to know about.
1: Hello, She Podcasts. I'm Laptop Laura Peterson, and I'm the host of Copy That Pops where we look at how to apply psychology to improve our writing for business, especially when it comes to writing best-selling books. Before my session at Podcast Movement, I'll be doing a table for three. So you get three speakers for the price of one. <laughs> my co-presenters are Kwame Christian Esquire, a lawyer, TEDx speaker, and professional negotiator, and Dr. Julie Kinn, a psychologist with the Department of Defense. Together, we're bringing you six ways podcasters can leverage psychology for growth, influence, and improvement. We'll be sharing fascinating psychological research, how to apply that to our own shows, and invite participation and engagement from you too. Our session is Tuesday, the twenty-fourth, at ten a.m. So come on by and say hello. Yay! That actually matches with the article that we were just talking about, which is all
2: about it psychology. Does. So if y'all are at Podcast Movement and you're interested in this, Psychology for Growth, Influence, Improvement, go and check it out. Right Oh, my on. God. So have you thought okay. about what outfits you're going to have at Podcast Movement? Because uh, we're going to have Sorry. pictures taken.
0: I know. Oh, God, the pictures. Well, because see, the last time we had pictures
2: taken, we were out in the middle of the road, in the middle of the city,
0: walking. Yeah. I think this time she's going to do it in the hotel. Right. But you don't like those pictures because your hair was short. Is that right? I hate those pictures. Yeah. Those were the ones that – well, I won't say who did them. But because I do like her a lot. It was just that it was very – that particular hotel was difficult and I was kind of heavy and whatever. Um, No, mostly it's because my hair is short too. I don't like a lot of headshots I get taken. It's true. Natalie has her work cut out for her for sure. But like I have a dress – like a teal dress that I might like to wear. Uh, I have a couple, actually. Maybe we can look at them and see what you think of them before I even go to the hotel. But what about together? It's even more difficult because like, should we wear a She Podcast t-shirt? Should we just wear the thing we want to be wearing in our own stuff? Like, I only have one She Podcast t-shirt that has the logo across it and it's hot ass pink. Right. Uh, I might have a black one somewhere. No, I have a black one, but it's a baseball tee. Mm-hmm. It's like a raglan one. And they only have... The colors they have for my size is hot-ass pink, hot-ass red, navy, white, and black. I can't get right. a teal one. I tried to get a teal one in a different style shirt, but it didn't fit. So, uh, so I don't know what to do. I, I have one that's pink, and then I have one that says, love you, mean it. Yeah, I have a green we could one that each- says... That. Oh, that says love you mean it? Mm-hmm. Well, so we could... Do you have a plain colored one that just says she podcast across I have white? a blue one like that. Yes. Teal? Blue. Like royal? Yes. We could just do that. You and your blue one and mine, and me and my pink one. Right. If you wanted.
2: Yeah. I'm cool with that. I think that would be cute. Okay. And we don't have to do full body stuff. You know, we could just do headshots or sitting down stuff. You know, because like I've seen her, yeah. do, I've seen her do those kinds of things where it's like, um, like a desk kind of thing, or like literally just like heads, like you know, headshots, where or, or like you know, like three quarters. I've like, also
0: learned to, that kind of stuff. yeah, I, I've tried to learn to dress a little more flatteringly. But you no, know, it wasn't even the no. I think the last time we got shots together, though, we were just being posed in funny ways because we laughed our asses about it.
2: We about did. Like, no, we we were funny. The, here's the thing, though, Jess. It's like it's different. It's not that you're being posed in funny ways. It's that we chose to we do we chose to do a lot of the shots that we did. And the other thing is, it's like you don't yeah. know what the shape of your body is going to look like in these positions. Like you don't right. you don't know what that right. looks like. And even with me, like even when we did, I forgot what it was. When I was, um, I think I had my arms crossed or something like that with yeah, my your shirt on your hip with my shirt. The yeah. sh- I didn't realize that the, the sleeve dropped yeah. and you could see my bra. Like that's the kind of stuff where you don't know things like I know, I pro- I know like me that. too.
0: You know, I know I had my bra sticking out in a couple of them too. It was very annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So like
2: just, that kind of yeah. stuff you don't really know. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know that it drooped like that because
0: usually my hand, my arms were right. Alongside my body, right. Also, and also, I think in those we were outside, and I was starting to sweat. My hair was getting frizzy. The makeup was like running down my face a little because I remember having under eye circles, which only happens to me. Well, besides genetically, when my mascara starts to run, right? From because I sweat from the eyebrows down. <laughs> it's very strange,
2: right? I, and it's going to be outside again, so I think that it just, just yeah. Well, we could take pictures that are just, you know, just the top part. That's fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's only 15 minutes too, so. Right. So anyway, so so for those of you listening, if you want your headshots done, um, Natalie is doing a special. Her name is Natalie Jennings. She is a podcaster and also an amazing headshot artist. And this is proven because she redid Dave Jackson and Rob Walsh's headshots. Oh, my God. And we are no longer full of podcasters with headshots that looked like they were printed out and cut out with scissors and pasted onto something digital and then taken a picture of, which is what both their headshots look like for the longest time. Now, Dave is an amazing headshot. Rob is an amazing headshot. It's all thanks to Natalie. I made a, a pretty link so that you guys could find her easily. It's ShePodcast.com forward slash headshots. It's 150 dollars. It's 15 minutes. She is brilliant. I promise you will get something that you like f- from her. Yeah, she's amazing, um, and it's nice to have something updated that really reflects you. And if you look at her portfolio on that page, um, you'll see what she she's really has a nice way of of getting you out of you, if that makes sense, in a picture. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, for your own shots, what are you going to wear? Do you know? I have no
2: idea. That's like uh, no down to earth stuff, like I, jeans, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jeans, jeans, and like some nice. Your last
0: ones are jeans and a tank top with
2: the word "podcaster" across. Are you uh, gonna do something no. like that. My last ones were with jeans and a silk red shirt, which is what I wear all the oh, time. Oh no, but I mean, I mean before that, before those, before that, You're I right don't that. think I had headshots. Not current ones. No, they weren't current, but you know what I'm saying. I don't think I had anybody take pictures of me.
0: Before that, other than when I was in the LA, ones on your website? Ago. What are the ones on your website, lcscobar.com? Isn't that you with the podcaster tank top? Yeah, but I took all those shots. Oh, but still. Every single pe- picture on They're my pe- website is
2: me. I have taken every single shot of myself in that head and in, the- in there.
0: Really? Yes.
2: Oh. We had an episode about that where I was like, hey guys, if you don't have money to take headshots, this is what I've done. This is how I've done it. This is gorilla style styling for myself. (laughs) yeah, And that's what I've done. So, so yeah, nobody else has taken a picture other than when we did podcast movement, like, I don't know, in Texas, which is where we took our pictures. And then before that, the last time anybody professionally took a picture of me was when I was in Los Angeles starting to do acting. And that was in 1997. Um, That's it. Mm -hmm. I don't really take professional shots very often. So this is going to be awesome. I do not know it Yay! Um, So moving kind of right along, because one of the reasons I don't like yep. shots being taken is because I'm uh, an introvert. I kind of don't I don't like that much attention on myself. I feel sort of super uncomfortable and I have to kind of really push through that. And then once I come out on the other side, then it's cool. But I want to run away. So, <laughs> yeah, which is why I'm doing video.
0: I don't mind photography, but video makes me feel like the camera's sucking my soul. Out yeah, through the lens.
2: so there's that. But we have a kind of a solution. Let's go ahead and hear from Janice about this. Hello, this is
0: Janice Chaka, otherwise known as the career introvert. My virtual session is on how podcasting is an introvert's secret weapon. It's part of dispelling the myth mm. that well, introverts are into writing and good at writing. And that is not always the case. And I have found that being a podcaster has helped me get content for my business and therefore write a book and therefore be on the speaker circuit. So on this particular thing, I talk about how introversion and podcasting can go hand in hand to grow your brand and your business. I hope it's useful just because I know there's a lot of introvert podcasters around and I know that they kind of get overlooked because they just kind of sit there and and do their thing. So this is a an idea for podcasters to kind of get out there and what it can do for them and their brand without them necessarily having to come out and be very public about it. I like that a lot. And also... That sounds awesome. I
2: know. And this brings us to something that I don't think we've discussed about Podcast Movement. And sorry, guys, to be talking about that. I'm, we're going to sh- shut up about Podcast Movement here very, very soon. You won't hear from us anymore talking about this. But there's actually a virtual pass. And in the virtual pass, which is what Janice is doing, she's actually doing a virtual only session.
0: How is that? Really? Yeah.
2: So like that session is really only in the virtual ticket. And I want you guys. So the virtual pass is one hundred and ninety nine dollars. And what you get is you get like over one hundred of the sessions that you get at Podcast Movement, plus all of these other extra bonus sessions that are only available to the virtual pass, because I think that this was an opportunity for people to also present material that just didn't either fit or for whatever reason, they weren't able to give a slot in real life at Podcast Movement. So this is something that you get and you have access to, to this stuff like for, you know, for as long as you do, I think forever. Um, and it's via teachable. So if you guys know or have used teachable before, you have access to all of these different things and you can learn from them. Um, but that is something that is actually showcasing a session that is going to be virtual ticket only. So if you want that introvert thing from Janice, then you really, I mean, I, I, you don't have to attend podcast movement. You could just get the virtual ticket. <laughs> so. That's so there's that. Right. So there's that. Is it expensive? It's one ninety nine.
0: Oh, well, that's. It's not too bad. I mean, it's a it's a, over a hundred sessions. One person, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And extra. And I mean, this way you can you can watch everything instead of having to pick and choose. Although I think if you attend in person, you get the virtual. I, do believe, so do. I do believe that you do.
2: I do believe that you do. But yeah. that's just something that we haven't talked about. In case anybody wants that.
0: You know what I mean? Because it's yes, And I think you still get $50 off if you use our coupon. So use SheP. Yeah, I think so. So use SheP for... I mean, hopefully you do. If you don't, let us know. But I think you do. And get the virtual if you can't attend. I think it's still absolutely valuable to get all the contests, especially that one in our session as well. Elsie, do you want to tell them about your super exciting panel? Yeah. You
2: know, you guys, it's like it's so cool to be able to have an opportunity to I'll tell you guys about the panel that I am kind of um, I was asked by Jacobs Media to uh, moderate a panel with these incredible (laughs) CEOs from four different commercial radio stations. And it's been such a pleasure to be able to get on the phone with these women. I'm I'm going to have Jenny Morris, the CEO of Hubbard. Hubbard Radio, Caroline Beasley, CEO of Beasley Media, Julie Talbot, President of Premier Networks, and Suzanne Grimes, uh, President of Westwood One and EVP of Corporate. And we're just going to be having a conversation about what they are doing for podcasting or what their podcasting strategy is at the moment. And, um, you know, especially talking about the culture of podcasting, what they've learned from indie podcasters. And also, I've been asking them because I've been talking to them on the phone and I'm like, what do you think about... Um, podcast measurement and how different it is from radio and how are you going to gauge success. So these women are, uh, one thing that I have to say is that they have, they are hard workers, incredibly mm-hmm. smart, and they've got so much to bring to the table that I, I'm, I'm honestly honored to be able to have a conversation with these women. So you guys go ahead and show up. And that is happening uh, at 9 a.m. on Thursday, July 26th. But at the same time, Jessica... What are you
0: doing July 26th
2: hmm. at 9 a.m.?
0: Yes, we are speaking at the same time. <laughs> I, know. I know. And uh, not that I mind. I mean, why would I mind? But it's kind of tough to run the booth when you're both not at the booth.
2: Right. <laughs> but all. we don't have to be at the booth because the floor is closed on Thursday at 9 a.m.
0: Oh, right. Right, 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 right. Okay. So my first session on Wednesday is called Forget CPM, How to Price Your Influence for Advertising. I'm excited about that one because I think people are constantly valuing themselves via their downloads and you don't really have to do it that way. In fact, you shouldn't do it that way because downloads, if you think about it, are kind of nonsense. Really, it's about your influence, how to price your community, how – well, you can move the needle, how loyal your fans are. And I'm going to teach you how to sort of quantify, measure that, and then sell it. So that's the first session. And then on Thursday, which is when Elsie's doing her panel, I am on a panel called Beyond Downloads, creating a niche brand and active community that sponsors a door that is being run by Mark. And it has myself and Ramona Rice, Jeff Bradbury, Carolyn Moretto, Mike Morrison. So it should be really interesting. It's really about um, transforming a podcast into a brand, how to create strong community, how to increase engagement, leveraging the community when talking to sponsors. It's kind of the same as what I'm my session is. actually, it's very similar, but you'll get to hear from people other than me, which is always exciting. So <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited. Those are things that I'm definitely focusing on as of late. I'm excited to talk about how to sell your worth based on how you're impacting other people and not just by what a computer is measuring a listen is. Cause I still, even though that has been standardized, it's still kind of horse pucky if you think about it. So, anyway, good stuff. Yay. Okay. Um, yeah. So we mentioned the VIP day. Sheepodcast.com forward slash VIP. We mentioned the headshots, sheepodcast.com forward slash headshots. We talked about Laura's and we talked about Janice's event at Podcast Movement. If you guys have a session that you're doing, tell us and do it soon because next week, tell us what your event is or send in some audio so that when people, if people are listening Monday as they're traveling, they'll hear about your, session, right? right?
2: So you guys only have one more week to get us your audio promoting your show. You have 60 seconds or less to do it. So if you do, if you have a session, just record something, send it over to feedbackactuallypodcast.com We will be playing it on July 23rd which is the week up podcast movement and then that way people can, you know, can get it right before we start, which is going to be super cool. If you have any other feedback, please send the feedback again feedbackactuallypodcast.com and that's about it. I don't think that you guys should expect to have an episode, the week of the 23rd, yes, there will be an episode, but after that, we probably won't be having an episode until August 6th probably, because I think that after that, we're I'm not sure we're going to have enough time to do it. So, that's about it. Please attend our sessions, sign up for the VIP thing, that's the, you know, shepodcast.com slash um, VIP, and follow us on social media. You can find us everywhere at shepodcasts. And we'll talk with you guys next week. Yay! Thank you guys so
0: much for being here. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye.